one particular set of scriptures that that just wouldn't let me move. The Holy Spirit would not let me go past. I kept trying to read and it was like, eh. <laughs> and it just kept yanking me back, right? So um, once again, all scripture is good for correction, reproof, teaching, and training, right? So um, we're going to give you teaching, reproof, correction, and training. <laughs> I don't know any other way to say it, right? I don't know any other way to say it. So uh, we're going to go ahead and jump right into this. And uh, I think about God being someone that wants us to be better human beings, right? Wants us to be uh, stronger, more powerful beings, right? He doesn't want us to be um, skittish or afraid. Amen. Right? Um but in 2021, and this has been happening over time, in 2021, there's come a point where um, we are, for lack of a better term, uh, starting to grow in unbelief. We're starting to grow in unbelief. We're starting to put things again ahead of God when God is what's supposed to be at the forefront of everything that we do, right? And unfortunately, when when we are playing those games, they have consequences. Amen. Right? Um, and it happens subtly. And if you haven't paid attention in the world, right, you know, even though people, a lot of people are hung up on prophecy of the end times, right? Mm -hmm. And they want to know, well, this is happening because it was prophesied and this is happening because it's the end of days. And that rightly may be so. However, it also says in all of those prophecies that no man may know the time and place. Come on, sir. So what point is it for me to worry about is that this time? But what God did tell us to do, what Jesus did tell us to do while he was here, right, was love our brothers, Amen. love our sisters. Number two, but number one, love God first with all your heart. And for whatever reason, we're falling away from that. Right? God is not the number one thing in our lives. God is not the number one thing in our lives. Sir. And we <laughs> darn sure ain't loving each other like we love ourselves. Come on. Right? I get married. I don't like how she smell after six months. I don't like how <laughs> she I don't like how she serp her cereal. I don't like the way she goes out and does the things that she did when I met her, but I wasn't looking at that. I was more infatuated with how she looked. Come on, sir. Now I want a divorce. Now I want to leave. Now I want to go. Talk about it. Right? That, that, that's not love. That's not even love of your brethren. Because first and foremost, she's your sister in Christ regardless. She's Come still a on, child of God. So you have to treat her a kind of way. That's good, sir. Right? You got to treat her a kind of way. Before you get married, before before we even talk about marriage, period. Amen. There's a level that she demands retreat, you know, to be treated as based on the word of God and vice versa. There's a level of God that tells you how you're supposed to treat your husband as just a person. Right? Okay. But... Even that we can't do. 
Fabulous. Okay, we're moving further and further as the generations go. We're moving further and further and further and further away from God. And that, my friend, is what we're going to be talking about today, mm -hmm. right? Unbelief and its consequences. Unbelief and its consequences. And we're coming out of Romans 1, 21 through 32. And I'm reading out of the RSV. That's the Revised Standard Version, right? I'm reading out of the RSV. Um, I don't like to go too far from the King James Version, because once you go too far from the King James Version, it's already watered down mm -hmm. from the Greek to the Latin to the King James. And now you go further and further into things like, you know, I don't know, the international or whatever, the amplified, right? And it pulls things away. The message Bible, it pulls, sometimes you lose translation, right? So I read out of the RSV. You can go ahead and Take this message, record it, look at it again in your version and see the similarities and the disparities and go from there, right? Um, but I got to tell you why I do what I do. All right, so uh, this message is not pinpointed to any party. This message is for everybody. This message is for saints and sinners alike, right? Anybody who's in the body of Christ, but not of the body of Christ, right? So understand that if you're a sinner and you're out there in the world doing what you do, you're still a child of God. So technically, you're still in the body of Christ. Technically, you're still in the body of Christ, right? You still belong to God, even though you don't want to, <laughs> right? Or even though you may not know Come who on. he is yet, you still belong. He still loves you. And that's, 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 at, the, that's at the root, y'all, of everything, okay? God still loves you you still belong to God, right? So Amen. getting into this, right? Um, the body of Christ, God does not need anybody's help when dispensing justice, miracles, uh, requests, petitions, moving on, on a situation, showing his power. He doesn't need any help. Um, Lately, my wife and I have been, you know, hearing uh, things of some some discerning things, actually some quite concerning things about crystals and uh, sage. sage and third, and, eyes. and third eyes and all this other <laughs> stuff. Right. Um, you know, she's been hit with it more than I. Right. She's been hit with it more than I. Um, if you want to talk about that, you can talk about that real quick. If not. I can continue, no, go ahead. right? But she's been hit a lot with that. And it got me thinking as I'm starting to see, you know, some of the ideas that people have out here in this world, you know, let's make it first and foremost. God, God chose Abraham and called him out of the land of us because he wanted a specific people. There were, there were false gods. There were religions before Abraham. There were religions before Abraham. Any, any theologian that tells you that God, that that man did not know any other religion besides God is a lie. There were religions. And that's what we're going to talk about today. There were things that came before God. That is why God pulled someone and said, come out. That's good. And follow me 
I will bless your seed. I will make you the father of many nations. It, right? He pulled him out for a reason because man was already flawed. And we're going to talk about this, right? So God doesn't need help, ladies and gentlemen, from, from us to do anything that he chooses to do. Crystals and sage or any other thing that fulfills promises to you and shows his power. If you read the word of God, there's over 7,000 promises to you, right? Of health, prosperity, long living, eternal life, well-doing, all kind of promises to you. And all God ever asks in return is that you follow him and you love him in spirit and in truth, right? Amen. That's all he ever asks. If you say, if you're someone out there, and, and, and this is not condemnation, this is conviction, right? Because I'm trying to show you the error in your ways. Remember, the Bible is good for correction, reproof, training, and doctrine so that every good work Every workman can do a good work in the name of God. Okay? And that's paraphrased, by the way. That's paraphrased. Alright? If I say to you, well, I know I use crystals to clear the air or energy, zap bad, bad karma energy. or energies <laughs> or energy. whatever. <laughs> right spiritual stuff we're talking about spiritual things okay if you can't say the word spiritual for energy and you can't say the word god and you and you switch it with universe then we got a completely different problem when you talk about energies you're talking about spiritual energy spiritual powers it's a spiritual realm out here supernatural mm -hmm. okay you don't god doesn't need help for that if you're using a, if you're using these crystals and a Christian asks you a question or 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 makes the idea that maybe you don't believe in God and you say, oh, I believe in God, too. The key word here is to. <laughs> as in also, as in one of many. God is a jealous God. He only wants to be your God, That's good. the only God. So he doesn't need your help <laughs> that's good he doesn't need your help so you can't be i you can't be a i believe in god tour right you cannot believe in i believe in god tour it, it doesn't work it's god or nothing amen because anything outside of him is wrong anything outside of him is unbecoming to what he asks for anything outside of him is not serving Right, and because you still belong to God, you're subject to God's wrath. Amen. <laughs> right. Um, my wife says she doesn't want to go to hell on a technicality. <laughs> right. <Nope. laughs> I believe in. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to be cast out. I don't want to suffer the wrath of a God that may or may not exist. So I'm going to err on the side of caution. Amen. If He exists, I'm good. If he doesn't exist, oh well. At least I had a good life. I lived a good life. I got blessings and, and things, right? Who knows where they came from? But I'd rather live like that than completely in my ignorance say, mm, there's no God. I can do what I want. And then catch his wrath at the end. Amen. Say so, sir. <laughs> right? 
What do we tell our kids? If Jenny jump off the bridge, will you do it too? Right? <laughs> it's the same concept. Okay? So God doesn't need help, ladies and gentlemen. It, period. He doesn't need help. Right? Going into our first scripture, uh, once again, Romans 1, 21 through 32, right? We're, 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 this is a letter to Paul that Paul is writing to the Roman church, right? To the, to the, to the, to the Gentiles, right? And, and whatever Jews that are remaining in Rome, this is a letter he's writing to them because Paul's mission was to create disciples out of the Gentiles. Everyone who was not Jew. Everyone who was not Jew, that was Paul's mission. So he's writing this letter to them. All right. So for although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their senseless minds were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man or birds or animals or reptiles, right? So I want you guys to see this. Yes, they were, they were, they were, they were people professing religions of faith prior to God, right? Pre-God, pre-Abraham, there were people professing faith. And, 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 and Paul is speaking directly to this. He says, they knew God, but did not honor him as God. They knew that there was a power out there, but they didn't honor it as God. They called it Ra, and they called it Anubis, and they called him all of these things when it's him. And because of that, because they thought they were wise, they were actually being foolish. They were actually worshiping things that they could see. They exchanged incorruptible glory for things that are made in a flawed way. Animals are flawed. Man is flawed. Reptiles is flawed. Everything does not add up to the glory of God, but they chose to worship those things. Amen. Okay. That's there good. is no reason why those speaking the word of God and preaching and teaching the gospel should be confused with secular counterparts. Right. As a, as a pastor, as a preacher, as a teacher, as a, as a prophet or an apostle, right. We, 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 we supposed to be in the background. Where vessels being used. Amen. That's good. The world, the secular side, they're the ones that have to portray themselves because they're in flesh. I have to look as sexy as I can, as seductive as I can, and I have to be as 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 relevant as I need to be. I have to say my name 30 billion times in an advertisement. I have to be on billboards everywhere because their image is fleeting. Their their purpose is fleeting. The moment you see them, just as fast as you see them, you forget them. That's where that comes from. That's why, that's why in, before God became God in the eyes of man, they made molds and images of gods, of images of things so that they could see it because if they could see it, they wouldn't forget it. Amen. They true. just need to see it all the time. This is all unbelief because if you truly believe something, do you have to see it? 
If you truly believe something, do you have to to touch it? Can't touch love. Hmm. That's good, sir. <laughs> That's good right there. But everybody say they love. Can't touch greed. Greed is a is an emotion, it's a feeling, it's a it's a thing. And if you're a greedy person, if nothing's enough, you can't touch that. That's good. But do you deny that it's there? Right? So as 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 pastors, preachers, and teachers, we have to understand that we gotta put ourselves in the background. We have to put ourselves in the background and be used to speak to the people based on what the Bible is telling us to say, based on what the Holy Spirit is illuminating to us to give to the people. We cannot put ourselves on front street, all right? If you That's up good. on the screen looking sexy, trying to give the word of God, you're wrong. And you're <laughs> no longer giving the word of God. Preach, you sir. are now giving yourself. And everybody who follows you and everybody who watches you Come is on. not learning of God, but they're learning of Susan. They're learning of Apostle Ben. They're learning of whoever this person is. Come on, preach, sir. And not God. Amen. Distractions. A distraction. My God. A distraction. A cool dance and a good shift and a nice juke. Oh, oh, oh. Now now they got 10,000 followers. To what? To what end? Just as lost as they were the day they came into the building, the day they came into the church, the day they came to the, to the podcast, they Talk still lost. It. Right? No, it doesn't work that way, people. That's not what God designed us to do. That is unbelief. Right. We as the body of Christ are asleep because these things are happening directly in front of our eyes. These Facebook, TikTok and Instagram sermons are getting out of hand. Not just the other day. I'm seeing a guy with his arms out, his shirt so tight that it looked like the buttons are about to burst. What does that got to do with the word of God? I don't care if you see this and I don't care if you would get offended about this. I should not be preaching the word of God looking like I'm hustling you. I should That's not be good. preaching the word of God looking like I'm trying to trick you out of your draws. It, it makes no sense. Women, your cleavage should not be spilling out your clothes. On, Women, I should not have to not use my imagination to think about what you may or may not look like. As a man, I am still a man. That's good, sir. Talk about it. No, Amen. if I have to use what the world, if I have to con conform myself to the world standard, right? Amen. Then I am no longer a emissary of God. I am no longer a minister in the word of God. I am now just another personality. That's good. I am operating in unbelief because if I believe the word of God could get through, I would give you me Used by the word. That's good. Sir. I would give you me <laughs> portrayed by the word. That's good. I would not give you what Daniel thinks because I'm telling you what Daniel thinks is only going to go so far because we are flawed in our understanding. That's good. If the word cannot back it up, then it ain't right. And if all you can remember is what I look like. 
then I didn't give you any word. That's good. (laughs) Come on, Holy Ghost. But you are holy. Your dresses are so tight. There's no imagination necessary. Your shirts and pants, men, are so tight. They look like you can't even button them. But you're supposed to be holy. And we're supposed to be learning sound biblical doctrine from you. Half the followers, I'm telling you right now, half the followers are not listening. And the other half is infatuated with you. They just, they just want to talk to you. They just want to touch you. They just want to be in your presence. Mm, Ladies, if you have a church and your whole congregation is men, that's a problem. Men, if you have a church and the majority of your congregation is women, you have a problem. That's good. You have a problem. Getting back to the message, Proverbs 1625 RSV. There is a way which seems right to a man, but it ends in the way of death. We do not know what we are doing, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know. That's why we have to depend on the word of God, right? The further we move away from God, people, it becomes more difficult to get back to him, right? God will respect your free will. He will allow you to do the things that you want to do. Believe me, he will, right? Amen. Yes, he will. Paul writes, as we go forward, Paul writes in verse 24, Therefore, God gave them up in their lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves. Come on. For they, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Amen. All right. So check this out. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me bring this to you real quick. So once you get out of the belief of God, once you start, you know, flailing to the left, falling out of the will of God, he'll respect your free will and he'll leave you to that mindset. He'll leave you to those things. Okay. Because you're not focused on God. You're focused on the creation instead of the creator. That's good, sir. Guess what that's called? idolatry (laughs) worshiping creation instead of the creator so if you're worshiping or putting anything before god you're practicing idolatry if your phone is more important if your job is more important if your marriage is more important if your kids are more important you preaching sir that's idolatry That is idolatry. God does not come second. If he comes second or third or fourth or fifth, you are getting closer and closer to unbelief. And unbelief has its consequences, right? This is prevalent in other cultures and religions that are pagan in nature. If you don't know what a pagan is, a pagan is someone who worships an image of of, of, of a creature and claims it to be a god. So unfortunately, Egyptians, Buddhists, Whatever. If you if you look at an image and you call it God, you're a pagan. Amen. You're, you're, you're practicing idolatry. You all belong to God. 
Even if you don't want to, even if you don't know it, you all belong to God. The crystal that you are worshiping does not have the power of God. God has the power. Amen. The wind isn't to be worshiped. My Native Americans, I understand, but this is the same thing. You call God what you call God because you did not have the knowledge of him. Amen. But Jesus came, died, and bled for this so that you could. For all nations, go out, the Great Commission, go out and be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and all of Samaria, and all the world. Amen. All corners. So that you can learn, oh, when I said spirit of the monkey and spirit of the bear, I was really speaking to God? Yes, my brother, you were speaking to God. Refute, repent of your old ways and come to the one true God. That is the purpose of every pastor, apostle, prophet, minister, teacher of God. That is their purpose. Amen. To illuminate and, and, and enlighten you to the fact that you were flawed in your way. That's good. But someone came and died for you so that you would have the opportunity to change. That's good. The sun illuminates the sky. But any other name is still a creation of the one true God. Amen. The sun is up there. You call it Ra. You call it whatever. Uh, 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 Apollo. Whatever you want to call it. Zeus. Right? God is God. That's God's son. Amen. That's God's son. God put it in the firmament. He hung it there. If you can't believe that, then you're in unbelief. Pagans and atheist-based lifestyles, right? A pagan and atheist-based lifestyles, better yet, any lifestyle that isn't Christian and recognize God as the sovereign is allowing the enemy to pervert the things of God. For example, if you or someone you know will not acknowledge God, but instead, as I said earlier, refer to him as the universe or mother nature or uh, 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 any other name, they have exchanged the truth of God for a lie. That's good. They have exchanged the truth of God for a lie. Am I lying? Let me go back to the word. All right. Paul writes again, verse 26. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. Their women exchanged natural relations for unnatural. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in their own passions the due penalty for their error. All right. Homosexuality is a sin. Oprah, Oprah, ask me. Ask me. Homosexuality is a sin. I believe as a Christian, born again, blood covered, saved man, that homosexuality is a sin. Period. And everybody out there in that community that has perverted everything of God, we can go through the rainbow, we can go through your colors, we can go through your, we can go through the name that you name your, your conferences. Pride is one of the seven deadly sins. 
perversion. Amen. It is what it is. And as a Christian, I'm no longer going to sit back and let the world be the world. And I have to take it. But I can't profess my God. I'm not falling to the debased mind. That's I'm not falling to unbelief. It's not going to happen. Preach. It's not going to happen. Homosexuality has been around for most of the existence of man. I'm not acting like this is something that just happened. No, I'm not acting like this is something that just happened at all. What I am saying to you is, right? It's a sin in God's sight and has always been. When God made the earth, he had angels coming down having sexual relations with humans. The birth of them made giants. The birth of them made Nephilim. It was all kind of perversion and nasty things going on. This is why God flooded the earth. He chose one family. He saw fine and righteous in his sight. And that was the man named Noah who built the ark with his sons and family and two of two of every animal on the earth. And once the flood was over and they came out of the boat, that spirit of homosexuality was still floating around and his son was looking at him naked. Cost him the land, the same land that he called Abraham out years later to take control of, whose descendants all the way down to Moses would actually make it to the promised land with Joshua taking over things. The land of Canaan belonged to the son who looked at his father and became aroused. Amen. And because of that, he was cursed. He lost his land. The descendants of his line would ultimately be killed and murdered by the descendants of Shem and Jehoshaphat who moved into the land of Abraham. The promised land that Abraham was promised. They had to clear it out. Why do you think that happened? Because they were already there. Their line was cursed. God does not like sin of any kind. But homosexuality is called an abomination because it's an affront to God's design. You're telling God he did it wrong. And if I know, and you read the same Bible that I read, God is infallible. Amen. He doesn't make mistakes. Amen. Right? All right. So in the body, right? Right? In the body, to commit a sin willingly is the result of choosing not to, to know God choosing creation over creator. If I know that homosexuality is a sin, if I know that murdering is a sin, if I know that stealing kleptomaniac is a sin, if I know that cheating on my wife, committing adultery is a sin, and I continuously do it over and over and over and over and over, I am choosing creation over the creator. I don't care about what God thinks about it. I'm going to do what I want to do. That's good. I've made my God, either myself or whatever it is, and I'm lusting after, stressing over, pushing for, right? I've turned. In the body, it's time out for all the sugar-coated correction. People's souls Come on. are at stake. My God. I don't want to be called a prophet. And I don't want to be called an apostle. And I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Okay? God corrects and chastens those who he loves. So if I love you... Ezekiel 3 and 18, 33 and 8, excuse me, 33 and 6, whichever one you want to use. If I know that you're going to die because of how you're behaving, I know you're going to be dead eternally for how you're behaving. And I do not warn you. That blood is held to me. I'm held accountable for that. 
And the last time I checked, a warning wasn't cute. Come on. You better Last preach. time I checked, a warning wasn't cute. My God. Come on, Holy You Ghost. might not want to open up that elevator door. I don't think there's an elevator in the shaft. <laughs> right? Or you might not want to walk into that building. I think the gas main broke. I smell gas outside. No. Because the average person is going to what? Blow right past you. Disregard you. Because you don't sound like you have any conviction. You don't sound like it's urgent. You don't sound like That's it is good. important. They're going to just be like, whatever. Open up the door. Boom. <laughs> right? Come on. And in, oh, oh, and this just hit me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And in there, and your lack of zeal, and your lack of, 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 of impromptu importance, and your lack of doing what God told you to do, they ignore you. They go in that building. They mm. go into that elevator shaft. And as a result, don't they only lose their life, but others around them. My God. Are hurt, maimed, mutilated, whatever the case may be, affected by what you're doing. It's not just about us. Back to the word, verse 28. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a base mind and to improper conduct. They were filled with all manner of wickedness, evil, covetousness, malice, full of envy, murder, strife, and deceit, malignity. They are gossips. This, this is, these are the people. These are the people that have fallen from 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 their belief. Right? They're they're just living for the creation and not the creator. Right? Excuse me. They were filled with all manner of wickedness, evil, covetousness, malice, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malignity. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, mm -hmm. insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, and ruthless. My God. This is all sin. This is all sin. And it, it it's it's through the reprobate mind that this happens. And a reprobate mind is, is another way of saying a morally corrupt mind. Goodness has, has fled. But it didn't start that way. It's a it's a it's a slippery slope. Right? It's a slippery slope. It starts small and it just snowballs until it gets to the point where it can't be stopped. At that point, that's the point that God has taken his hands off of you and left you to your will. He's not going to force you to do anything. He wants you to choose him because choosing him is how you show you truly love him. Verse 32, and we're going to wrap this up. Though they know God's decree that those who do such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but approve those who practice them. <laughs> even though they know, even though 
these these kids picking up these alternate lifestyles and doing these things in the world, you know, PKs, people who was raised in church, whatever the case may be, they know God. And even though they know God, they've fallen so far out of his favor. They've fallen so far out of his will because they've chosen the creation over the creator that they have fell to a debased mind. God has left them to their free will. And now they're so far gone that not only do they continue to do things in the eyes of God, in the judgment of God, but they egg on others to join them. Mm. Come on, join me. Take this poison. Everybody then turned into a serpent in the garden. Mm. Everybody then turned into a serpent in the garden. Once you reach this point, you are no better than the snake in the garden that tempted Eve. That's good. Because that's all you're doing. You're part of the infection. That's good. Right? Unbelief has its consequences. That is the consequences. What we're seeing in the world today are the consequences, right? That's what that's that's what's the problem. And us as Christians, we have to stop playing games with it. Come on. Homosexuality is a sin, y'all. Period. It's not, I'm not telling you to hate nobody. I'm not telling you to go out there and blow up nobody's car. No stupidness like that. Because that is hate. God tells us to love those who, who, who persecute us, right? He tells us to, to keep those close who would like nothing but harm for us to do. It's like heaping bowels of coals, hot coals on their head, Amen. right? He tells us to be good to them, but he doesn't tell us to excuse them. Amen. You're sinning, son. You're sinning, young lady. You're doing the wrong things. I'm not going to accept your relationship. I'm not going to invite you to Christmas dinner with you and your girlfriend. It ain't going to happen. I love you. You're my child. You can, I'll feed you. You can come over for Christmas dinner. But your girlfriend's not allowed. I'm never going to let you be comfortable in your sin in my in my in my surroundings because Amen. my surroundings is of God. And if God isn't comfortable with sin, then I can't be comfortable with sin. And I'm not going to let anybody in my four walls be comfortable with sin. Amen. Christians, we have to get back to that. Amen. We have to get back to that. I can love you, but hold you to a standard. And the standard is easy. God gave it to us already. Amen. God gave it to us already. The standard is easy. Are you going to stand for the standard? Everybody talking about God raised up a standard. He ain't raised up a standard. The standard was already given. <laughs> you just decided when you wanted to pick it up. Get out of here. Stop. Stop. Amen. You just decided you wanted to pick it up. Let's get back to what we're supposed to be, Christians. Let's get back. Those who are look on the outside looking in and you have this bad taste in your mouth about Christians, it's well-deserved. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that it's not because I wasn't always a Christian. I sat back and looked. I was just like Paul. Paul is my, is my guide in the word because I identify with Paul. I persecuted Christians. I ran up on Christians. I, I sat there and picked their brains and tried to annihilate them in their faith and tried to do the negative things that I just sat here talking about, telling you, hey, Come do this dope. Hey, come take this life. Hey, come do these things. So I am not talking out of turn. Amen. <laughs> right? For there is a way unto man that seems right, but herein are the ways of death. Period. Amen. I've come to understand that, know that, love that, and I put my Father and my Lord and Savior at the forefront of my life. And I only hope and pray that this message helps someone get the idea that maybe what they're doing
and the sin that they're living in isn't right. Okay. That was good. I love when the Holy Ghost come in, swoop down, do what he do, and then go. He don't need our Bam. help. He don't need our help. <laughs> Bam. Y'all got to understand. I need y'all to understand this, okay? God hates the sin. I keep hearing, oh, God loves you. Yes, he does love you. But stop trying to surf on grace for the rest of your life. Oh, we're in the New Testament. We're in grace. When you are willingly sinning and you know you are sinning, you are worse than a, it's kind of like, you know what to do. You know to do right and you choose not to. You are worse off than a sinner. An apostic mind. You know better. Don't get it twisted. My righteousness is as filthy rags according to my father. Therefore, I am subject to repent daily because this flesh is, as God told me, I like when he's direct with me. He said, your flesh <laughs> is a slave to Satan. And therefore, only I have to deny it in order to fulfill the things of God. All right, so <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. Once again, we love you guys. We love and, you. Um, we'll see you all next time the God gives us something. All right. Out. Have a great day. Bye, y'all.